All right. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the uh, Gooses Quizzes podcast, also known as the GQHQPQ. That's right. Uh, we're here today. This is uh, filling in for Goose himself. This is just one of his goslings, Mark. Hi, everybody. And we've also got on the show tonight, as always, Louis. Hello. Uh, Scott. Hello. And a special guest tonight, or today, this afternoon, whenever you're listening, Jamie. Hello. And uh, Jamie, can you tell us who you are? Uh, I'm <laughs> Jamie. I um, work at the Hanover Tap, which is a bar in town where Goose's Quizzes delight us every Tuesday with their quiz offering. Nice. I um, Professional. I joined the Tap as a fresh-faced 18-year-old under the tutelage of a certain bearded Australian <laughs> man who currently sits opposite me. That was me. I Aww. used to work there. And he made me check the toilets for a junkie on my first shift. <laughs> was was there a junkie? Uh, um, yeah, but that's not what I was asking okay. him to check. <laughs> that's a nice surprise. <laughs> well, is it just a byproduct of asking it was him to check the toilets? Ah, okay. Confusion. Yeah. What were you asking him for? <laughs> so I was asking him if he could go up and... I said, oh, can you just go and check on them? Meaning the table that just got their food, right. um, but also a less than desirable person walked in and was using the toilets. <laughs> so, he was yeah. fine, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I checked. He was all good. He was just doing his business. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, but we had a good couple of years working together. Yeah. How long was his beard when he started? Minus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was actually ingrown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the top more than yeah. He's still Bradley Cooper. Yeah. yeah apparently. <laughs> uh yeah, but we uh we got Jamie in today, have a bit of fun and talk about the Hanover Tap a little bit. There's some exciting things going on with them shortly. Probably most importantly the quiz Tuesday seven thirty PM. Nice. What what day? Tuesday night, seven thirty. <laughs> but Billy hosts that yeah. one now. He was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Oh, he was terrible, yeah. <laughs> no offense, Billy. I'm sure he'll <laughs> do better to tonight. This. Yeah. Fingers crossed. He listens to the podcast out loud. <laughs> oh yeah. That was surprising, yeah. Yeah. Big shock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you listen to podcasts, Jamie? I do. I listen to a couple of them. Um mainly it sort of came from school. They made us listen to some quite quite boring ones, help out with our studies. Um my favorite is uh John Robbins and Ellis James who have a Radio X show. Uh, both quite funny comedians, quite witty. Uh, I enjoy listening to that. It's coming to Edinburgh, isn't it? Yes, yeah, they've just written a book, The Holy Bible. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, yeah. Coming to the Queen's Hall. Yeah, they'll yeah. be they'll be here soon, helping to get some tickets. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, yeah. Talk to the ticket man right there. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just an, a bartender at the Queen's Hall. Oh, I'm not, oh, not just a bartender. I'm sure I can. Bartender. <laughs> Sure, have an in at the, uh, the box office. <laughs> you want tickets? He'll get you tickets. I'll get you tickets. Nice. He's nodding. Yes. Anyone <laughs> else? Call in. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> anyone else wants talk to talk to talk to me. at the Queen's Hall. Mark's your man. I'm your man. Anything Next ending in hall. Quiz. I'm going to book flights back home soon. So <laughs> you know, Mark's got tickets. tickets he can get you tickets. <laughs> I can get you tickets. This one's anything else? Um, the Economist. Quite. I'm not. Uh, I'm not cool. the biggest reading fan, to be honest. So to have it sort of played to me instead is is quite nice um the economists do quite a nice range of like serious stuff but temper against some quite interesting stuff as well yeah i've heard that's quite a good one Hmm. so is it like reading out their articles or it's actually a podcast yeah so it's, it's reading out their articles but then also like they'll have interviews with different people oh cool yeah that and obviously uh Goose's Quizzes podcast as well. <laughs> big, big firm favorite of mine. Yeah, it's right. Every that's week, seven thirty <laughs> <laughs> at the Hanover Town. Every Monday. Oh, that's exciting. Anyone else? No, I think that is my. That's a good range of podcasts. Podcast portfolio. To. Yeah. Cool. Do you listen to them out loud or, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, with headphones in? With headphones. Get all your mates to come around. <laughs> Guys, just download a new episode of The Economist. <laughs> Gather around the phone. <laughs> it's almost like you'd never read out loud, would you? You wouldn't like sit on a bus and just read everyone. Listen to an audio yeah, book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to ask Billy that next time. That's disgraceful. <laughs> but um, more about the Hanover Tap. So that's down on Hanover Street. It is well named. Uh, it gets to the point. <laughs> it is a range of taps on Hanover Street, the Hanover Tap. Um, 
it's been there just over a couple of years now. Um, used to be the the Jekyll and Hyde, obviously. Rip, rip, <laughs> rip. rip Jekyll. Um, <laughs> no, I say it's a nice little bar. Uh, does a lot of different things: food, drinks, entertainment, sport, entertain some students, stuff like that. So yeah, we've got some quite fun stuff coming up. How does one entertain students, uh, Jamie? Well, you said beer. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's cheap beer. Um, <laughs> and then they There's entertain no specific, themselves. Uh, no, no. Um, Scott was quite good at doing witty signs. <laughs> occasionally intimidated them, but that sort of like witty intimidation that got a little <laughs> bit of humor out of it as well. Uh, Wittimidation. I mean, yes, most of us exactly. saw the humor in it, but uh, maybe they didn't. <laughs> oh, was it like kind of where, where you were being overly serious or something like that? Uh, just someone came in, they're just assholes. <laughs> like, if you're a student and you're listening to this, then, then Scott thinks you you're an, an asshole. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Learn how to act in a pub. Nah, I think it's just a lot of them don't know how to order drinks and behave. And yeah, you can have quite a bit of fun yeah. with them. Yeah, it's you can. Some of them are quite gullible. Yeah. <laughs> Can we give examples? I, um, I'm, I'm I had thirsty quite, for examples here. recently. Um, so we, our cheapest pint is is Doomba, which is a delightful little amber ale from Cornwall. Um, and I was working one shift, and they all came in and oh, Doomba, Doomba, yeah, bloody cheap, man, bloody cheap. <laughs> so I then took Doomba off because it was annoying me, um, <laughs> and said, "Oh, we've run out. <laughs> when will the Doomba return?" And I was like, "Well." So whenever they can deliver it from Cornwall. And he was like, what? And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, their entire delivery system is just one man on a moped driving these barrels up from Cornwall. He's like, bloody hell, man, that could take weeks. <laughs> I see what you yeah. mean. It was fun playing with them, but some of them were just jerks. And they deserve to be made fun of. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, they were asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, but yeah, I, I heard that the the tap's got some exciting things coming up. We do, yeah. We um we've got a couple of tap takeovers. So one for Halloween, uh, one for the autumn rugby, and we are getting a Christmas tap takeover in the works. Um, nice. And meet the brewer events as well, so you can talk to the guys that brew your favorite beers. Sweet. Ask them why they do it, how they do it, when they do it. All the do it. You're gonna get the man in the moped to uh, <laughs> yeah, come stop. up and meet them all. <laughs> do some wheelies out <laughs> the front. Finally, we yeah. get a whole bike <laughs> gang together. <laughs> Four months later, <laughs> it's the Doombar man. <laughs> you took your time. That's <laughs> uh, good. I like it when bars do tap takers and stuff like that. Yeah, you get yeah. to see more of a selection. Also means free merch for all the staff. <laughs> Cut yeah, me and I bleed merch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so if you want you tickets, you talk to me if you want merch. <laughs> talk to yeah. Jamie. Yeah, it's the free side over there. Yeah, you wear a lot of merch. Uh, sometimes. Yeah, some. Not, not today. You're pretty generic. Today. I was rocking my Edinburgh Ice Company hoodie yesterday. Nice. Got some nice comments on it. Actually, nice. all three of us were. Mainly yeah. from you, Louis. Yeah. <laughs> Still counts. It was like a circle compliment. I complimented yeah. Scott. Scott <laughs> complimented Louis and Louis complimented me. We all look lovely. Yeah. Speaking of which, they're sponsoring this episode and every episode before. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. Probably continuing as well, providing us with some ice cold ice. External ice for the beers, internal ice for Mark's gin and tonic. That's right. Works How's the both ways. Feel? Um, cold. <laughs> good. Yeah. But a good cold. Yeah. But a not good cold. A, not a harsh cold. Yeah. It's like a, a cold where you're... That's a good mouthfeel for Mark over there. <laughs> Sounds like we're really pushing that onto you, but that's that's how you really feel, right? Yeah. yeah. He tells us every day anyway, so <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to yeah just express my mouth feel whenever it you know whenever it it changes. That's one of my favorite things we do in the office. Yesterday we're talking about fish. And <laughs> yeah, Mark's Mark's hot takes on everything. Hot takes, hot takes. <laughs> Everything's so different on the Canadian side of the world. Yeah, well, you know when when you're inspired by as I was by the Barracuda, then you have to express it. Inspired by it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. <laughs> Do you have a favorite fish, Jamie? <laughs> Either to eat or just in general? I do. I have bassa. Bassa. Yeah. Oh. I didn't I didn't know it existed either. Uh but Morrison's sell it. <laughs> um Scott knows I'm a I'm a big Morrison's fan. Yep. Uh, I think it's underrated as a supermarket. Uh, I also like the fact that it hasn't degraded itself with a <laughs> metro or local store. <laughs> just go big or go home. <laughs> um oh, bassa. Bassett. I think I'm not sure what it is. It's because I thought it was bass, 
but it's not bass. And I thought B-A-S-A. That's the one. But I thought it was sea basset, but it's not sea basset. It's just basset. Bassa. But it tastes good. <laughs> Typo. <laughs> Typo. Yeah. Bassa. Bassa. Well, they're close on the keyboard, the S and the A. So. <laughs> yeah, that could happen. I'm going to take a wild stab. I believe it comes from Vietnam. Maybe. Uh, this could be our first food ooh, and drink It's a question. type of catfish. Oh, it's a bottom dweller. Good to so know. Get all the taste, all the nutrients. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> mm. Sedimenty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's right. It's a good from Indon- Indonesia. Indochina, sorry. Well, yeah, so well, that's Vietnam. All around there. there. Everyone's Vietnam. correct. Everyone that. gets a point. Take it. An early point. That's Vietnam. Although there. the top thing searched in Google is uh, is Bassa safe to eat. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Promising. Yeah. I mean, that's probably from like British people being like, oh, it's something from overseas. That's yeah. safe. I don't know. It's not take back like control. Sausage and potatoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and is it safe to eat? Um, Please say yes. <laughs> I think we're okay. All right. Uh, are you getting Canada? I haven't heard of it before. <laughs> no? Is this your second favorite fish? No. No. That's the that's the, the Mola Mola, oh. also known oh. as the ocean sunfish. A.K.A. the Baratuda. <laughs> hey The ocean sunfish. Yeah. It's my, I like it. No, Well, I don't know if you can eat it or not, but I like it because it looks like <laughs> I do. a child's drawing of a fish. You know, like if you drew a fish as a child, that's what oh. the fish actually looks uh, like. Yeah. One of those weird ones from uh, planet Earth. Yeah. Oh. The big, big, the big, the big. Yeah. Mofos, yeah. 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 What about a live fish, Jamie? What's your favorite live fish? Um <laughs> they took us to an aquarium at school and the only thing I can remember seeing is actually not a fish. It was an otter. Oh. Uh and they smell so bad. <laughs> <laughs> they they obviously cute and they do the whole holding hands thing and like don't drift apart. Great for a Facebook post, but in real life smelly very smelly oh my god <laughs> i've got friends like that actually yeah. <laughs> good What's on facebook yeah. and then smelly in real life yeah. how about the mouth feel <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and that's how i got banned <laughs> from the aquarium getting <laughs> so sexual with you Mark. never been back no it wasn't <laughs> i was just curious no uh, otters yeah apparently are otters are musky <laughs> that's one that's, way that's the smell yeah. that's the smell of the not badly so but noticeable musk yeah. <laughs> good i'm really glad we ended all the fish stuff <laughs> Yeah, we didn't probably, I think mine was sea bass. But just a bass, not a bassa. No, actually, I don't, I don't want to pick that. <laughs> I'll take that back. I'm going to stick to flatfish as uh, my favorite fish. Like a flounder or a skate? No, a skate's a... Uh, no, just a generic... Type uh, of ray. More like yes, a ray. just all of the flatfish. You know? <laughs> any any, any, any flatfish is a... That's a very broad statement. Ah. That didn't uh, really work. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, I didn't... I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll say flounder just to be specific. Okay, it's my number one. Number one to flounder to have as a pet, not to eat. <laughs> Don't know if you can eat flatfish. <laughs> anyway, back onto why Jamie's here. Uh, he's going to be doing a bit of a giveaway later. I am. Yes, I should be giving away all the prizes. All the prizes. All the prizes. So keep listening. We'll explain a bit later on. We'll do like another Facebook like uh, some sort of taggery do. Taggery do. That was good uh, clickbait. Nice. Or ear bait. Yeah. <laughs> so right. never Keep listening. what it is. <laughs> Such a fishy Keep podcast. <laughs> All this bait we've got everywhere. <laughs> but oh. you also, Jamie, you also study? Yeah. What are you I'm studying? I'm a student of life. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I study uh, <laughs> politics at the University of Edinburgh. Um, so it's essay season at the minute, which oh. is fun. And that's uh, not Mexican for friends. <laughs> <laughs> surviving surviving yeah what year are you in i am in second year so i've got another what exciting modules have you got um so currently i am doing international cooperation in europe and beyond oh Oh, uh, but we haven't gotten to beyond yet so i'm still just in europe but and beyond (laughs) is coming is that That's the world or space after that? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we'll find out in lecture Sounds 12. Like a, <laughs> That's a clickbait module. <laughs> no. I have like, the most authoritarian lecturer, this this American guy called John Peterson, who has actually kicked people out of our lectures before for talking. And if you talk, you get a red laser pen to the face. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, like the actual thing or like the laser? <laughs> oh, no, the laser. Yeah. His aim's not that good. Um, 
He's tried. <laughs> yeah, he is brutal. I mean, I think in some ways, you know, good, get us to pay attention, but the attendance halved between the first and second lecture. <laughs> so then I'm I'm also, so I have to take two other subjects as well. So I'm understanding public policy. Um, I thought I understood public <laughs> policy. Apparently not. Um, no. But hopefully by the end of this course, I will. And master. I am rethinking the financial crisis, which has proved to be a revelation of a course. Uh, because again, there was me going along thinking I had thought about the financial crisis. But now I've rethought. <laughs> I'm in the process of rethinking and a whole new world has opened, opened up to me. Up. I've had them oh, opened wow. up wide. So much more crisis. Reopened. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. More of a crisis, less of a crisis. Well, see, it's quite a good time to be doing it because it's ten years since the the big financial crisis in two thousand and eight. So everyone's sort of coming out, and you get some of them that are like, "Yeah, well, I I told everyone it was going to happen," and it's well, mm, no, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had an economics teacher at school who there was sort of four economics teachers and he was ridiculed a uh, bit of a nerdy joke but he in 2008 bought a house and took a mortgage out and said you know what i'm gonna go fixed rate because times are good things are only going to get better so i'll take five percent on my interest oh. you know it's bound to go up so he stuck with this fixed rate at five percent, and within a month, interest rates were one percent, oh, no. <laughs> and within a year, they were zero point five percent. And this man claimed to teach economics. Uh, yeah, well, inspiring. That's, yeah, well, that's the greatest lesson, perhaps. <laughs> so yeah. we guess guess example, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Roger Loxley, you have been outed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another hot take from like the Panama Papers. WikiLeaks. Two names crossed off a list, and all the students. <laughs> <laughs> Next on the burn list is uh, <laughs> uh, all the hot takes over there. I That's became cool. a, an academic parent the other week. What's that? Oh, I'm proud. So I now have kids uh, <laughs> who also study politics. So. I don't, I mean, I don't like stand outside the lectures and like bring them lunch or anything, but if they've got a problem. <laughs> Go and wipe their noses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Morrison's packed lunch waiting for them. Yeah, <laughs> well, a couple of, couple of bass fillets. <laughs> so you're like a, sort of like a mentor. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, I think, well, one of them has just asked me for my notes and has said nothing else. <laughs> so we'll work on him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it grew out of we I was a an academic child last year and uh, my parents you, so you sort of go on a night out with them your actual parents no <laughs> those the, although I the do go on nights out with my parents and it's very fun uh, I do not disclaim it um, <laughs> I would your parents seem lovely yeah uh, so we went on a night out and mum and dad had actually ditched us by the fourth pub uh, we were orphaned but oh, there's me like my and my two <laughs> sisters. We stuck together. Um, and actually, my sister is now my wife, uh, academically speaking. <laughs> Are these the, is that the vocabulary they actually <laughs> yeah, use? Yeah, yeah. It's a whole family affair. We had a so grandma funny. as well, but she was like ruined by the time we got to the first <laughs> pub. We were like, oh, <laughs> Vanessa's going. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, a few too many. Uh, oh, uh, that's so funny. I hadn't heard of that. Yeah. No, it's um, it's quite a popular thing to do. But, um, mm. yeah, we'll see how they go. You know? Stick together and tough it out. I want them to be successful, but also to have fun. You know? <laughs> I want you to be my academic dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get him tickets and wipe yeah. his head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can work something out. <laughs> What's your favorite Morrisons in Edinburgh? Pilton Drive. Right. Yeah. Although Quick to answer. Recently, <laughs> I've been going to the, uh, the one up at Gilmerton. Oh, also, yeah. also quite good. The cafe is nowhere near as good as Pilton Drive, though. Me and Anne Marie were on first name terms at breakfast time. <laughs> Are you gonna invite her to your family? <laughs> <laughs> Auntie, Auntie, uh... Annie, Anne Marie. <laughs> um, no, yeah, definitely Pilton Drive. Um, do you do you sort of like? We steer clear of like. Tesco or Sainsbury's or it must be really hard to stay clear. We don't like four Morrisons. They're all yeah. Out of town. I, I, I don't discriminate against supermarkets. Or do you go into supermarkets with a Morrison's bag? I have you're, done that. You're yeah. always <laughs> repping. Yeah. 
just letting you know I'm in here for a short time. <laughs> this isn't uh, a main shop. <laughs> this is a small <laughs> shop. <laughs> this is a top-up shop. <laughs> <laughs> you will never be the big shop. <laughs> What's your favorite supermarket, Mark? Oh, good one. Mark. Well, <laughs> Super's got it. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't have uh, wheels, so I, uh, I, I don't get to go to the big ones, I'm afraid, like the Morrisons of this world. So I just... Uh, I have certain things I buy in a Sainsbury's, certain things I buy Ooh. in a Tesco. Organized. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm yeah. quite like that as oh, well. Yeah. I'll go to Little, get some things there, and then go to Tesco yeah. and get some things there. Yeah. Like the Sainsbury's chorizo is much better than the Tesco chorizo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lift your game, Tesco. Yeah. You've been cooled out. <laughs> <laughs> Fix your chorizo. So hot takes. <laughs> What's the Morrison's chorizo like? You're the spokesperson for Morrison's now, so... I'm I'm not a massive chorizo fan, to be honest. Um, but I, if it's anything like the other meats <laughs> they offer, tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> ah, loves a cold cut. <laughs> Up your game, everyone <laughs> in the country. Animal you know what I think this country lacks is all foreign supermarkets seem to have mini trolleys for children, <laughs> and even those ride along trolleys. But this country that you get an uncomfortable seat in a large trolley. As a child, <laughs> supermarket shopping is just its a horror show. And as an wow. academic <coughs> child, even. Yeah, even I would like never take my academic <laughs> child <laughs> to a domestic supermarket. <laughs> Force them to sit in one of the seats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sounds like you've been holding that grudge for a while. Yeah. <laughs> no? Since childhood? <laughs> Since he was a big child. <laughs> oh. No, yeah, well, I can't speak for children in this country because i was never a child in this country but yeah back home we have like little trolleys for kids to run into their parents ankles with <laughs> and get really angry <laughs> i feel like that's a missed experience i have nothing to add in this yeah yeah no i know <laughs> what really adamant about that uh well speaking of foods and drink should we move on to the food and drink percentage game yeah I'm in. Do it. Uh, so right now, you're going to hear the rules, because I'm going to throw it over to my colleague who will explain how this is going to go. The percentage game. Ten questions have been asked to hundreds of teams are quizzes. We know the percentage of those teams that got it right. The game is for our guests and hosts to guess what that percentage is. Every question asked needs an answer for the actual question and a percentage of what they think teams got it right. The way it's scored is that the difference between the percentage they guessed and the percentage that's actually correct is totaled together over the 10 questions, and five points is taken off per correct answer if they are a guest. The new twist in the game is that hosts and people heavily associated with Goose's Quizzes don't get the five points off for their correct answers, but instead get five points added for incorrect answers. The person with the lowest score at the end of the game wins. Back over to you in the studio. Thank you. That was very clear and concise, as always. So, yeah, we have a food and drink round too this week. So, yeah, 10 food and drink-based questions, an answer and a percentage for everyone. And at the end, whoever has the lowest score will win. So, this week, Scott and Mark are on the harsh rules. Jamie's on the easy rules. Uh, but, yeah, no, I think we're good. Is anyone super confident about food and drink? Uh, I feel like it'll be one of my stronger rounds. Right. Is that, are you confident then? Or? <laughs> um, relatively, yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like, I, I do food and drink. I partake in food and drink a lot. Maybe a bit more than what I should. Oh, <laughs> I mean, people have seen the photo from the football one by now. <laughs> <laughs> they can make up their own minds. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, uh, got, uh, mixed feelings about it. Do you not want them mixed if together? It was just food. I do worse, I think. Oh, really? You're yeah. not a food man? No. More into the drink side. Oh, well. Yeah. Someone's showing off. <laughs> See, a lot of people, when you say food and drink, they automatically think alcoholic drink. Yeah, but there's all sorts of other things that you can <laughs> put in your mouth. What's all with that mouthfeel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we can get started in a second. Do you want to ask a food and drink based question? What did everyone for dinner last night, Scott? Yeah. You were working hard last night. Are you a Thursday night double? Yeah, my Thursday nights are usually quite simple meal, chicken and salad sandwich. Make it yourself? Yep. Nice. Well done. Mark, what do you have? 
I uh, actually, a former podcast uh, guest, uh, Vice Girl, I had one of their curries. Yes, nice. And it was very good. This was actually the second day of it because it made about three days worth of yeah, uh, chicken thighs. Well. And, chicken uh, thighs? Yes, I went for the chicken Ooh, thigh. I like it on the bone. Yeah. yeah. I like it on man. the bone. Yeah. And so, interesting uh, mouthfeel. Very good. Oh, yeah. It, you got to watch out. It can be a bit hard in, in the mouth. <laughs> what kind of curry was it? Uh, it was the Indonesian Sumatran. Uh, but it had a smoky spiciness, which was Ooh. very good that I did enjoy. And I can say that it was one of the best curries I've made. So that's a great yeah. plug. We didn't even yeah. plan that. No, it's it easy enough happened. to make. I yeah, made it was that. super yeah. easy. I had this, I've had the sassy one that was good. That also made about two days of food. Yeah. You just, I just needed coconut milk and, you know, the chicken thighs or whatever, and it was easy enough to put together. And then what did you have for it? I, um, I went to Nando's. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm Sarah Nando's at the moment. Here's, oh, that's, Scott's oh, got a story about Nando's. No, What's happened? But anyway, how was Nando's? Well, yeah, I'm, cool, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. I, oh, I feel like I can't say how, it, how it was until... Soon. Okay. <laughs> Oh, well, okay, so <laughs> yesterday I was, not, I'm not a big fan of Facebook, right? I was going through yesterday and I saw one of those pictures that's like, oh, tag someone, if they don't respond in five minutes, they in their own Nando's. Mm. So I tagged Nando's, you know, <laughs> and five minutes went past, so I was like, sweet, and then Nando's <laughs> straight up, Mr. and Mrs. Nando's, uh, so I tagged all the Nando's in Edinburgh beneath in the comment. I was like, all right, so who's having me? And then only one of them came back, which was Lothian Road in Andes. That's where I went. Oh, Oh, the plot twist. (laughs) Plot thickens. And they said that they would have been up for it, except that I cheated on them by tagging all the other Nandos in Edinburgh. Nah, it's well, a bit precious. A that is a little bit precious. story. (laughs) Scott hates Nandos. What sort of Nandos did you have? Uh, I had an extra heart. Oh, Wow. Yeah, we're not messing around. Oh my gosh. Butterfly burger. Huh? Yeah. Ah. So it's two breasts conjoined by crispy skin. Oh. My favorite type of skin. <laughs> I was going to say butterfly meat doesn't seem no. <laughs> no. It's not really much. Not very there. filling. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're hyped up and ready to go. Question one Sauerkraut is made by fermenting what vegetable? Right, I can see you write your answers. Maybe be a bit sly. If I can see, Scott can see. And uh, Scott's a massive cheat. So sauerkraut is made by fermenting what vegetable? Answer and then the number as well. Uh, yeah, everyone got an answer? Yes. Everyone at home got an answer? Yes. Okay, <laughs> uh, show me what you got. You're writing some small. Oh, I thought I was putting all 10 on it. Uh, no. well, I'll enlarge that's the best it. part about it. You can just erase it if you need it. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you could still fit about 50 on if you're running in that size anyway. <laughs> okay, we'll go around the room. Scott, you said... Cabbage. Mark, you said. Cabbage. Jamie, you said. Cabbage. And it is cabbage. For that one. Yes. Percentages, though. In reverse order, Jamie, you said 65. Mark said 86. And then Scott said 81. I think people know they're pickled vegetables. I feel like I've massively underestimated the population. What what would you have said? I'd probably hit up the 80s, maybe 84. Maybe 84. Well, I can tell you the answer is 97.3%. Wow. Nice. Strong start, everyone. Question two. Marzipan is made from what ground nuts? Ground if this nut. was 2014, the answer would be these nuts. Those <laughs> 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 years. Got him. Uh, simpler times. <laughs> yeah, marzipan. Is everyone au fait, a fan of marzipan? Ah, I can take it or leave it. In All small right. doses. I don't mind it when it's with something like stolen or something like that. Nice. That's I do like that you can mold it into many shapes. Yeah, I don't know if anyone eats marzipan yeah. by itself. Well, I don't know. I've never had marzipan until I came over here. So. Oh, I once, really? I once sculpted uh, Australia out of marzipan. Oh, at, uh, oh good. Beavers, <laughs> which is like the precursor to Cubs, which was the precursor to Scouts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Australia Day, so we made Australia out of marzipan. <laughs> It was yellow, and obviously all of Australia is yellow on most maps. So oh, that's true. <laughs> Nothing screams Australia like marzipan. Marzipan, <laughs> marzipan. yellow marzipan. No, oh, nice. I think of anyway. Marzipan answers. Scott, you've said almonds. Mark almonds. Jamie almonds. It is almonds. Yes. For the answer percentage, it. though, people are pretty close here to each other. Uh, Scott has said seventy-nine percent. Mark said. 
78. 78%. And Jamie said 72%. Oof. It is the exact same as the previous answer. 97.3%. Oh we are really misunderestimating the, the general population yeah. here. Again, when you look at it, it's not, what else? 2.7% went for these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question three. Gumbo, it's multiple choice, A, B, or C here. Gumbo type of stew originate in which American state? Is it A, Alabama, B, Florida, or C, Louisiana? So A, B, or C, gumbo came from which American state? Alabama, Florida, or Louisiana? Has anyone had gumbo? <laughs> you must have had gumbo, Mark. You've been everywhere. I've made, I, I've made it before. Nice. Just at home. Nothing special, but it's good stuff. Is it true that you have to make it in a gum boot? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah, that is a truth. <laughs> good fact that I just made up. <laughs> it's weird. Gum boots. It's weird. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had jumbo, gumbo, jumbo, jumbo, jumbo gumbo, gumbo. jumbo gumbo, yeah. <laughs> uh, gumbo. Okay, answers. Okay, again, it looks like everyone's put the same. Scott, you've said Louisiana. Uh, Mark, you've said Louisiana. And Jamie, you've said C. <laughs> comes from the sea. It does come from the sea. <laughs> then percentages keep going the same way. Scott, you said seventy-nine percent. Uh, Eighty-two. Eighty-two. And 80 for Jamie. I can tell you it's another high one. 92.7%. This round is too easy for the Mm. general public. For the general public that love sauerkraut, marzipan, and gumbo. All together. (laughs) (laughs) Chuck it in a blender and you've got a good time. Mm. Nice. Okay. Question four. Albumin and glare are other names. Which part of an egg? And what percentage of teams would know this? Pretty much a multiple choice is one. 50-50, right? I suppose. Three, maybe. You got the shell in there as well. Yeah. Are you saying it's not shell? (laughs) You're saying maybe the shell is a part of it. Okay. Are we good? Everyone got an answer here? Scott, you've not drawn a silly picture yet. Well, we've still got six questions. Okay, albumin and glare, other names for which part of an egg? Go. I said the the white. Mark, you said? Also the white. And Jamie said? I went for the egg whites. The egg yeah. whites. Everyone's going white. White is the correct answer. Oh, we're all smashing it. Yeah, nice. well, done. well done. Smart bunch. Uh, percentages, though. Scott, you said? 60. Mark? 72. And Jamie? 75. 75. All right. It's another high one. Is it high? 15s? It is 82.7%. Good one, one, Jamie. Clawing it back. I always think the sign of a good food and drink round is how appetizing it is. Mm, So far, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to come out this round being like... Sounds "Mm." like the recipe that trifle Rachel makes. (laughs) (laughs) Layer of cabbage, layer of marzipan, layer of gumbo. Tastes like feet. (laughs) Egg whites. (laughs) Okay, question five, just to wash down that trifle. A screwdriver cocktail is made up of vodka and what other ingredients? So, ah, you're all bar men, men of the bar, not in a legal way. (laughs) (laughs) No, we haven't been called to the bar. Uh, So you must make these on a daily basis. Yeah, but no one really calls it that. Screwdriver, it's vodka and Scott. Orange juice. Oh, J. Mark. Orange juice. OJ and Jamie. OJ. OJ. It is orange juice in a screwdriver <laughs> cocktail. Uh, yeah, I can, can see people never saying that to a bar person in Leith. Yeah. I don't yeah. think yeah, you should yeah, really have 80s. drink names for two ingredient drinks. I feel like if you chuck some whiskey in, you could call it a rusty screwdriver. And instantly people would hate it, but it would then be a cocktail. Mm, that's true. A rusty three. screwdriver. Yeah. <laughs> you had slow gin in there and Galliano. Oh. Then it's a slow, comfortable screw against the wall. Oh, wow. Oh, something comfort as well. That's the comfortable part. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Percentages. Oh, yes. What's everybody put? We have from Scott. Nintendo 64. <laughs> Mark. 92. Oh. Jamie is on 58. 58. Oh, people are going low. Well, it is 88.2%. Oh. Mark's in the swing of it now. All right. It's a high-scoring affair. It's a high-scoring round, except for one or two. I'm sure that'll drop a bomb I, on us I here. don't know. We'll, we'll have find to find out. out. It's a teaser for the next five questions. <laughs> Will there be a bomb? Click for more. <laughs> yeah. After this advert from the Edinburgh Ice Company, Scott. <laughs> Edinburgh Ice Company. Cool. There we go. Question six. Drambuie was first commercially produced in which Scottish city? Oh, see, this is a tough one. So you got like a one in uh, seven chance. Mm. 
Eight chance. So Drambuie was first commercially produced in which Scottish city? Anyone a big fan of Drambuie? Can't say I've uh, had it very often, perhaps once or twice in my life, but I just like whiskey itself. Not enough to take your mum, no? No, no, that's true. <laughs> no, I did refuse to take my mother to the whiskey experience because I'd already gone with my sister and my father twice before. <laughs> I mean, it's funny if like all three are going at the same time and you're like, mum, you stay here. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Separate occasions. I can't say I really had this either. Maybe a shot. Uh, no. I've man, had a rusty really. nail. <laughs> yeah. Which is Drambuie and whiskey. Oh. It's not nice. No. I'm sure it's nice if you like that kind of thing. But if you like a rusty nail. Yeah. Okay, okay, rusty Scott, nail what against you the wall. I put Edinburgh. And then Mark, you've said... Inverness. Inverness. And Jamie, you put... Sterling went central belt. Oh, we've got an array here. It is Edinburgh. Ah, the answer. Well done. When it was first done commercially. Don't know when I've had Jambui uh, before. Unless you want to get in touch and give us some free stuff. Uh, <laughs> in which case... Jambui's listening right now. It'll be my go-to drink. There'll yeah. be a Jambui rep somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. This is the opportunity. We reach at least a dozen people with this podcast. That's right. Oh, my God. And they'll be hankering for some... Some D. Some of the D. Some of the D. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> percentages. The mouthfeel of that D. <laughs> the Bowie. <laughs> Scott, what did you say? Percentage 43. Four and a three. Mark. 48. Four and an eight. And Jamie. 40. Four and a zero. We're on the 40s. Uh, it is 21.8%. Oh. Low. That's a hammer blow for you, Mark. That is a hammer blow. That was Wrong doing answer. So well. Far away as well. No. Team names. You can liven the mood a bit, though. What's your team name, Mark? Lumpy Custard. <laughs> Lumpy Custard. <laughs> Do you want to elaborate? elaborate? No. That's all it is. That's fair. Lumpy Custard. <laughs> Scott. I put. I come from Muzzy Pan Down Under. Oh. It's well done. That was better than the broad pun earlier today. Uh, and Jamie, what's yours? I'm representing the Canadian Pottery Society. Is this a thing? I don't know. <laughs> Big bit of legislation this week. The oh, CPS thing. Oh, oh right. yes, that's right. Weed. Yes, that's oh. right. Uh, I'm too naive. I thought Sweet Mary Jane. <laughs> that's right. I thought we were going down the pottery route. Yes, I, I did too. I was thinking. Mark, I'm going to throw it out. <laughs> you excited to go home after that legislation, Mark? Well, you know what? It will be interesting. Well, the way alcohol works in British Columbia anyway is that government, it's a government monopoly. So you have government liquor stores. So you go in and it's run by the government. Um, there are also private liquor stores too, but the cheaper ones are the government stores. So now they'll have government marijuana stores, which just seems completely <laughs> antithetical. Like... The government has it out there selling it for people to buy. It seems so weird, like a total sea change, you know. So it'll be interesting to see how they've set it up and what it looks like. Apparently they look very austere, like nothing. Like they don't want to make it yeah. look Bob Marley posters and stuff. No, <laughs> not quite. <laughs> Little Amsterdam. That's it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I'm not sure if private ones are allowed yet or not, but I'm sure they would uh, pick up the slack in that department. Yeah, I'm uh, sure department. you just make a Canadian flag but with some... With Marijuana the Marijuana instead of the maple mm. leaf in the middle. Definitely seen that before. Trademark. <laughs> It'll look like a like a convenience store on Nicholson Street or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's loads of bongs in the window. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I really want to go in there. <laughs> Actively discouraging people. Oh, okay, question seven. Brilliant, Bubbles, Baby Bonnie, Buffles, Big Heart, and Bumper are the individual names which sweets. Oh, blank faces. You were quick on that one, Jamie. Big fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Spice Girls, is it? <laughs> okay, so we'll go around the table. Scott, you said Jelly Babies. Mark. Jelly Babies. And Jamie. Jelly Babies. Jelly Babies. Everyone said Jelly Babies. That's the correct answer. Yes. Some of the names are the old JBs. Uh, yeah, Jelly Babies. So you can think of that next time you bite their heads off. Percentages, though. Jamie, you said 70. 70. Mark. 68. And Scott? I put 57. Uh, someone's fairly close. It is 61.8%. I had something to add to it when you said bite their heads off. I don't know if you have here um, something called goldfish crackers, goldfish snacks. I've seen them. They're just like little cheesy things that look like goldfish. And I kid you not, the, the advert had a jingle that went, the tasty snack that smiles back until you bite their heads off. Did you buy loads of? I did. Loads of, of them after that, of course. I was uh, tempted. 
by the sitting in tears on his bed. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry. Talk back. <laughs> Talk back. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Trying to glue their heads back on. <laughs> uh, okay, this is not an international one here. We'll see how this goes. Mm. Uh, what is the only essential ingredient in the Scottish dish stovies? I mean, I think I've heard of it before, but I don't. I had, oh, I this could this it. break everyone here. Mm. Everyone got an answer? Yes. What do you put, Scott? Sausage. Sausage. Mark. Unknown sausage. Hot sauce. A potato? Potato, question mark. You've got mince. Mince. These are all British things. These are all <laughs> things, yeah. Uh, the only essential bit is potato. <laughs> you can swap the meats around, you can swap the veg around, but it has to have the potato element in there, the stovies. But percentages, you can get back some sweet, sweet points. Uh, oh, heck. We have an array. <laughs> Scott, you said... 50%. I think 50%. Mark? 70. 70. And Jamie? 22. Oh, Classic. boy. If I don't know the answer... Nobody else. <laughs> no one else knows <laughs> the answer. It is at 87.3%. Oh. Close. Folk Mark shot himself in the foot then. Oh, Mark. Correct answer. Early. Close. Stovies. I'll, I'll go out and have one now. Yeah, for that or failure before. A few. Get them starches into you. Yeah. Mm. 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 All right, so question nine. Some translation. Uh, which food's English name stems from Latin via Old French to mean twice cooked? This is a serious question here. So question nine. Which food, food's English name stems from Latin, so via Old French, to mean twice cooked? It's not a friendly question, this one. How is everyone's Latin? Oh, for this question, great. <laughs> yeah, for this question, it's good enough. Confidence. I haven't exactly practiced my Latin ad infinitum. So ah, I, can't really... I was trying to think of one. But it's a no, Latin it's joke. A... <laughs> one person at home is laughing now. That's right. One dead person is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thigh rubber right there. Oh. Yeah, th- <laughs> real rubber. This guy knows <laughs> Latin. That okay, what's everyone put? Time up. Okay, uh, Scott, you said... I said biscuit. Mark? I went first for biscotti, and then I was like, wait, that's Italian. So then I went for biscuit. Biscuit. Uh, Jamie? <laughs> Egg. <laughs> Which is an important ingredient in biscuits. That's true. Egg. Very important. Thinking too. <laughs> uh, I can tell you the answer is biscuits. Yes. Not egg. Uh, but that's a tough one, I think. Yeah. But I think it's one of those that has become like, it is like a quiz question yeah, so people yeah, might remember it so. as a quiz question i'm not sure well if i know how many people remember it as a quiz question <laughs> right now <laughs> scott what do you put i put 19 percent a one nine yeah. mark 42 i'm hoping that people remember it as a quiz question 42.0 from mark yeah. and <laughs> Jamie. 45 45 well i can tell you it is 36.4 percent Okay. A lot of biscuit aficionados yeah. or Latin aficionados. And question 10. Labatt Brewing Company is the largest brewer in which Commonwealth country? Everyone put an answer? Yeah. And a number? Yeah. Here we go. Scott, we put... I put my answer based purely on Mark's reaction to that question, so I put Canada. And you also put... Uh, 420 Blazer. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark? Yeah, I put Canada. Canada. And Jay. Canadia. <laughs> Canadia. Nice. Uh, percentages, though. Scott, you've said... 63. 63. Mark? I went 88. 88. And Same Jamie. number as uh, 69. Eric Lindros. You had to sneak it in there, didn't you? I thought Lucky I couldn't play. go through 10 questions <laughs> without putting at least one in 69. Oh, well, what's, what type of beer is it? Nice beer? Um, it's just your classic lager. It's like the Fosters of Canada. Maybe. Well, we Labatt all, Blue. You we get. can all relate. Yeah. <laughs> Labatt Blue. That's the classic. But uh, in the west of Canada, you don't really get it as much as in the east. Is Labatt like a place or is it a... No. Um, is Foster's a place? <laughs> Labatt. I'm not sure. But I, I think it's from Quebec anyway, in any case. Labatt. Foster's is in our hearts. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it is Canada for the answer. Percentages... We have a 63, an 88, and a 69. It's in the 60s. Oh, no. I shot myself in the foot here. 67.3%. 20 points. So, yeah, 69 is closest. Pick the right time to plug the old 69. (laughs) And there we go. Family would be so proud. (laughs) (laughs) 
This uni family. Yeah. <laughs> My academic children are smiling right now. He did it. He did it. <laughs> he did it. Okay, how's everyone feeling? I had some mm-hmm. ups and downs there. I had some close ones though. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, f- I feel like I didn't go terrible. All my percentages weren't fantastic. There were some funny ones in there. Some pretty high scoring ones. Yeah, I think where I went wrong, I really went wrong. Mm. Uh, yeah, you had the farthest away. You're 65 away for one question. Oof. Ooh, which one was That's that? Tough. Uh, that was the Stovies one. <laughs> uh, but you're also the closest, I think. You also had a 1.7, so you were farthest away and also closest. All right. Well, that's good. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, Mark, your closest one was a 3.8. Oof. Scott, your closest was a 4.3. But here we go. Uh, also, uh, Mark, you got Scott got 9 out of 10. Mark got 9 out of 10. Jamie got 7 out of 10. That's really good. Owen good got 8 out of 10. Well, well done. Owen from 2D Workshop got 8 out of 10. But did pretty awful percentages. <laughs> <laughs> so, the final standings. We have four... Fantastic individual teams in fourth place on 209.45 is Owen. Yay. Well done, Owen. All right. Big numbers in there. (laughs) Then moving ahead in third place on 185.09 is Scott. Third place. Top three. Sorry, Owen. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it. (laughs) Second place. 10 points ahead of Scott, 175.18 is Jamie. That's oh, nice. place. That's Jamie. And then Mark Whoa. pulling ahead on a 136.82. Right. Excellent. Takes this week's food and drink crown. Very good. Well Very done. Good. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. It's a close one. Yeah. You can celebrate by going home and having some stovies. Yeah. <laughs> With some Labats. <laughs> yeah. Labat's blue. Labat blue. Take some photos and we'll uh, add it to the podcast. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the outside the box stuff? Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. So Yeah, Mark has a very exciting thing to talk about. That's right. For all those quizzers, quizzers out there. Is that right? <laughs> People who are totally into quizzes come every week. You're excited about uh, doing questions. You like those questions that challenge you a little bit more. Maybe they make you uh, chat with your teammates. you got to kind of work out an answer. Cryptic rounds, things like that. Well, I've got just the thing for you. It's called GQ Outside the Box. It's going to be a whole evening of those kind of lateral thinking style questions. My tagline is, come and test your GQ at an evening of friends, drinks, and lateral thinks. That's right. Uh, That's here at uh, Summer Hall. That's right. The Summer Hall Main Hall. Oh, we're going to have a bunch of um, collabs with uh, fellow... Summer Hall uh, businesses and things. We've Such got, uh, well, Hollywood Candles, for example, is on board. How are we going to collaborate with them? Oh, well, you'll see. You'll just have to come. You just oh. have to click for more information. How do people find out more? It's on Facebook. Is that a team thing? It's a team thing. Teams of five, and it's 25 pounds for that team. Yep. Friday, November 23rd, there'll be uh, a bar here at the main hall. So and if you want to quiz Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday... Now's your chance. This is your week. That's right. That was good. Thank you, Mark. So yeah, if people yeah. want to get involved, they could just go up and talk to their quiz host about you. Yeah. Yes, that's right. That's right. And uh, this is a starting, hopefully, of a monthly kind of event. So if, you, yeah. if you're if you not in for the first one, don't worry. There'll be more in the new year. There you go. Amazing. Un- unpack outside the box. That's oh, right. Nice. Uh, yeah, there you go. Do you have anything Hanover Tap related to add? We have a new menu that is out. Uh, it's been around for a week or two. Some funky new pizzas for you guys. Uh, some nice tapas and some new cocktails as well. Ah, nice. Because nice. Hanover, like obviously, I used to work there, so this is a bit of a plug from me. But they've got some good. Like I used to really enjoy the like the daily promos that they sort of have. Yeah, like yeah. the the two for one pizzas on a Thursday. We now, so two-for-one pizzas on a Thursday has been an ever-present, but we now have two-for-one burgers on a Tuesday. So if you're heading along to a quiz, do take advantage of some two-for-one burgers, uh, including the ultimate burger, which is quite the behemoth. Is it like a burger challenge just to eat it? I don't think you could call it a challenge. It is definitely doable, but it is quite a lot of food. It's one of those burgers that makes you sit back and go... Oh, yeah. that's good. Sometimes yeah. you just want to feel that way. Yeah. I want to feel full. <laughs> oh, I'm, it, it's a stack. 
the stack argument. Yeah, um, and you get two of them as well. Two yeah, yeah, two of them for the price of one. For the price of one, yeah. and then yeah. you die. And uh, the inevitable question: How's the uh, mouth feel? <laughs> moist. <laughs> so many layers. So, so many layers. Yeah. So your moist burgers head to Hanover <laughs> Tap on a Tuesday. Yeah. And we'll put the dates for the takeover stuff as well. Yeah, cool. So um, it is going to be from the 24th. Um, we have Anarchy, who are a cool brewery uh, from northeast England. They've supplied us with some cool beers for Halloween. Um, so my favorite out of them is called Knuckle Dragger. Uh, that is an 8.3% double IPA. Um, but I think... Uh, the more popular one might be they've got a slightly more restrained 3.6% pale ale called Straight Jacket. Um, <laughs> so that is going to be a precursor to the November rugby when we have Tiny Rebel from Newport. They have shipped up a lot of good stuff for us, including their favorites, stuff like Club Tropicana, um, Peaches and Cream, IPA, really good stuff. Ooh, um, Stay Puffed, which is a oh, Rocky yeah. Road-inspired nice. wow. milk stout. I yeah, really good stuff. So cool. that will be hitting the taps very soon. Um, so Sweet. feel free to come down and enjoy it. Nice. nice. Very exciting. Yeah. 7.30 on a Tuesday every week for the quiz, book a table. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I think that's it. And the, uh, the competition that we've got going on with Hanover Tap, um, if you would like to be in with a chance of winning a £30 bar tab to spend on your choice of food or drinks at any time at the Hanover Tap, just like this post, uh, comment your friends that you would take part in the quiz with, and best of luck. Yeah, does that include like the, the two-for-one burgers? <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> God. Wow. I'm going to tag you three. Nice. <laughs> Let's go. I'm going to tag you three. Oh. <laughs> Why don't you tag all the Nandos? Yeah, I think that's it. I think we're good to go. Uh, watch this space for more details. And that's the end of the Food and Drink GQHQ PQ episode 23. 23-0. and 0. Wow. 23 resounding victories. Like, <gasps> subscribe, tell your friends. Yeah, um, find out more, leave a nice review. If you want to be on the podcast, get in touch. If you have any nice things to say. Ooh, <laughs> link link send, your friends send to a message. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> if you hate someone, send them this. Or, uh, fury, <laughs> and, the amount of things that we get wrong. <laughs> but there we go. I think that's it. So, goodbye from me. Goodbye from Scott. Bye. Goodbye from Mark. Bye-bye. Goodbye. And thanks for coming on, Jamie. Thank you very yeah. much for having me. Thank it's you. been a pleasure. And that's it. Goodbye, everyone.